Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, whatever day it is and wherever you're listening from. I hope you're happy, healthy, and thriving. So today we're switching it up just a bit. We're going to talk about a few things that just from my own personal or professional opinion, some things that I would advise you to kind of steer away from in 2021. Maybe some things to leave behind, maybe some different ways to consider different aspects in your business, different, maybe a different attitude to take. We're going to kind of cover a few different areas when it comes to business and, and online strategy and social media. We're going to cover, you know, a few different areas. And, you know, it's just, it's a new year. I think it's always good to evaluate what we've been doing in the past and come to the new year with a fresh perspective and just bring a new energy to the online space. Good, positive energy. So I've made a list of some things that we all collectively (laughs) can leave behind And maybe you agree with these. Maybe you're like, yep, definitely want to leave those behind. Maybe not. No worries. But I think this is a pretty good list. I think it's a pretty good start. So let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing I think we can all leave behind when moving forward into 2021 is focusing on the wrong things or worrying about the wrong things when it comes to our business or our maybe our analytics or numbers, you know, things that aren't fully in our control. So first thing is putting too much of an emphasis on growing our audiences. Now, <laughs> This sounds very strange coming out of my mouth because you know that, I mean, one of my pillars of the influence income formula, which is my four-step formula to monetizing your business on social media, one of those is growing. And I'm a huge advocate for doing the right things at the right time to get in front of the right people and bring in new, fresh, cold, ideal client leads to your audience. And that has not changed. However, I think it is very easy and too easy to put too much of an emphasis on that and to fall into comparison and think that you're not growing fast enough and just spend too much energy worrying about growing, 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 growing. And whenever I say that, I mean followers. And I also mean 
analytics too, like story views and engagement rate and those sort of things. Again, all very important. And yes, over the long haul, we do want to be growing our audience. We want to be growing our our story views and our engagement as a whole for sure. But over the long run, and I, I've been there. I, I do this. I still catch myself doing this. Um, just worrying too much about growing my own following and trying to think of like the next best thing, the cool thing to do, the new killer strategy to, to grow hundreds and thousands of people overnight. I do that. I also work with a lot of women and I hear this a lot with a lot of women that I work with where this is one, this is just something that takes up so much space in their, in their minds and their hearts stressing about this. And that might be you too. You may be one of those people where you make a post and you immediately like refresh your Instagram to see if your follower count has gone down because of whatever you posted. Or at the end of every day, you're just hyper-focused on that number or maybe your story views, maybe after you share something about your business or after you maybe share something personal, you're like constantly watching those story views to see if they rise or dip. And if that does sound like you, you're not alone. And if that is something that you do often, then I am absolutely speaking to you that we need to let that go. However you decide to do that, whether it be you make a commitment to yourself that you're not going to pay attention to your story views anymore, or you're going to actively try and ignore your follower count for a time being, or maybe only check once a week or something like that. And here's why. When you're too focused on the growth and trying to get new, 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 or trying to raise that certain number, you're taking your energy and putting it in the wrong place because there are people right now in your audience. I don't care how many people you have following you right now. We all have people in our audience that are warm leads, maybe even hot leads that are very, very, very close to converting in some way for us. We all do. And when you're too focused on the growth and stressing too much on that follower count or, you know, some sort of insight in your analytics, you are taking your attention off those people. And instead of focusing on what are the ways I can serve the people that are already here, what are the answers or the, you know, the questions that I can answer or the content and value I can bring to the people who are already bought into me. Instead of asking yourself those questions, again, you're putting your energy in a place that it just, it's, you're spending too much energy there in the wrong place, thinking about the wrong things. And when you do that, you are not serving the people who are already there. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to start losing interest and they're going to put their attention on somebody else. And when that happens, you run the risk of not getting that attention back or getting much less moving forward in the future. So 
I just want to remind you, and we all need this reminder, do not take your current following for granted. Do not take your current OG story viewers for granted. And I use this example a lot, but just in case you haven't heard it, or maybe if you need the reminder, most people listening right now probably have at least 50 people watching their stories on average or 25, let's say 25. And I want you to imagine talking about your business to 25 people watching you in in a room, 25 people standing in front of you watching you speak about your business. Most people would get nervous about that. Most people, I mean, that really puts it in perspective. I know it does for me. That is a significant amount of people that you have their attention. And most people listening probably have more than that, watching their stories on average. So don't forget that that story view count and that follower count, those are real individual people. And they, those are people that are already bought into you. You just have to say the right things. You just have to show up with the right value and answer the right question, talk about the right thing to convert them and to impact your business. And you can do that a lot faster, way faster, focusing on those warm leads than going out trying to attract a somebody who doesn't know you from Adam and then starting from square one to warm them up into a conversion. That is, it is much harder <laughs> to convert obviously a cold lead than a warm lead. All right, so the first thing that I want you to do is stop focusing on the wrong things and things that you can't fully control um, that are, you know, story count followers. Now you can control it, like you can do growth strategies and I, I do, you know, we talk about growth strategies a lot on this podcast and we'll no doubt talk about them more and you can go find them on this podcast and you want to do those over time. I just don't want it to be something that you spend too much time on and spend too much energy stressing on. And with your story views, I'm not saying I don't want you to take it. I don't want you to not take responsibility for how you show up. If you notice that your story views are dipping significantly over the long haul, there are days where the algorithm hates all of us. Trust me. Um, so don't judge just like one or two days, but over the long haul, if you're noticing a big dip, let's take a look at your content and see how you're showing up. Did you change anything? Are you, you know, there, I want you to, to look objectively at yourself and ask yourself those questions for sure. But for the most part, when you focus on doing the right things for the, for your people, you're going to notice that story view go up. And actually, I have a killer example of how when you focus on doing the right things for your people, you'll see your follower count go up as well. So today, I actually got a game-changing shout-out. And it's funny because I had already planned out this content before this happened. So perfect timing. But this, it was, it was kind of mind blowing. And I'm going to explain to you how this can absolutely happen for you too. But I, it was this morning I had posted some things on Instagram. So I had noticed my follower count, you know, was what it has been for the past day. And, um, 
And then I got ready for work and I went and sat down at my desk and I pulled up Instagram and I noticed that all of a sudden I had 300 more followers than what I did just a couple of hours prior. And I was very confused. And I pulled up my notifications and it was just like follower, like every few seconds I had gotten a new follower for like literally two hours straight. And I was, and I was like, what did I, what happened? Like, what is going on? And I pulled up my story, um, you know, where people like shout you out in stories, those notifications. And I'll be darned <laughs> if I did not get a freaking shout out from Brittany over at Loverly Gray. Okay. So Brittany is, she's a fashion blogger and... She also has 639,000 followers. And basically, she got served one of my ads, which thank you, God. And that's not why she shouted me out. But she got served my ad, read the blog post because it was about hashtags and she was intrigued. So she read it. She liked what she read. She went to my Instagram account and looked at some of my content and liked what she saw. And, you know, the, and this is from her mouth. You know, those, that's what she basically said in the story share. She was like, you know, I looked through her content and it was really helpful. And, you know, it was things that she does as well. And she does this thing where she shouts out different accounts, like on Fridays, like a follow Friday type deal. And I was the lucky one this week. And since then, since this morning, I have grown over 1,200 followers so far. And it hasn't been 24 hours just from that shout out. Okay. Now, this is a perfect example of how you can focus on serving your people the very best way that you can and grow purely from shout outs. And I know not all shout outs are, are like that. Okay. I've never been shouted out from an account as big as Brittany's before, which by the way, her, her account's amazing. And if you want to go follow her, she's at Loverly Gray, L-O-V-E-R-L-Y-G-R-E-Y. Very cool. And they're not all like that. However, I will say, now that I think about it, I don't do growth strategies in my business. I, I used to. I used to do targeting. I hired a growth service for a while before. But the game has, in addition to many other growth strategies, I've tried them all. But the game has changed. It used to be a lot harder to grow on Instagram than what it is now. Now... If you focus on creating good content, especially reels and TikToks, you are naturally going to grow just from those alone. And then you add on shout outs from people in your audience who are like, hey, my friend Jessica just made this content planner that is game changing. Y'all should follow her or go check it out. Or my friend Ashley just made this post and it really hit home for me. People share good content all the time as they should. And I'm sure you do too. So 
The reason why I shared that example with you is that can absolutely happen for you too. When you focus on the right things in your business and you focus on serving your people really well, even if it's just five of them or 10 of them, when you focus on creating the best posts and stories for them, you will naturally grow. You can't not. So <laughs> stop focusing on, on the wrong things and the things that you cannot control. Focus on serving your people and watch how that flips the script for you. All right, and that segues us perfectly into the second thing that I want us all to leave behind when moving forward into 2021 is I want you to stop putting out crappy content. To get shout outs, to get people to start engaging, to get those story views up, and that follower count up, you got to put in some work. And what that looks like online and on Instagram and on TikTok and on Facebook is putting out quality content. So these, you know, the, the grainy, dark, unedited or overly edited photos, they got to go. By now in 2021, we should know how to apply a decent preset or consistent presets to our stuff, or use Lightroom to edit your photos. Or if you don't wanna do that, then outsourcing it. (laughs) Another example, and I have to laugh because I saw a really funny reel on this that I'm probably gonna end up recreating, but it needs to be said, bad lip syncing. Reels and TikToks, we love them. And I want you to love them. I want you to embrace them. But don't put it out if it's if the lip syncing is wrong. <laughs> the lip syncing should be on point, people. That's the point of lip syncing. And and I know, I know, trust me, when you create one on TikTok and then you go to put it as a reel on Instagram, that timing's going to be off a little bit, but there are ways to fix that. And I've created a tutorial on how to fix that. I will link that for you guys in the show notes. So if you need a tutorial on how to match up your lip syncing from TikTok to Reels, I got you. But if you're going to take the time to create it and it's lip syncing, we need the lips to match up. <laughs> Stop. Stop posting it when it's not ready take the extra time. And if it's something that it's taking too long, then just take a beat and post it later on. But that's that's something that's one of the first things that came to my mind as well. Another thing, posting quotes from Google that you find on Google or um, overly shared quotes that other people are making, start creating your own. Step into the role of content creator versus content sharer. If you come across a quote online or any, you know, anything powerful online that touches you and that you know that your, your people would also enjoy it, create it in your branding and something that's going to vibe with your feed. That is okay. You can give credit to the page that you found it on. Or of course, we should give credit to the person that said it. Absolutely but we can recreate it in our own branding so that one, it's going to get better engagement. And two, if people share it, 
you, people are going to be led to your page versus somebody else's page. All right. So take the time to create your own stuff and take the time to create quality content as well. Another thing that I don't want to see any more of captions with no value. And I'm not talking about, you know, if you post like a cute family photo and it's like happy Friday or whatever, like we all, we all make the posts that are just for fun, for sure. But if you're posting about something in your business or business related or a reel where there's definitely room for explanation, there's room for added value in that caption so that in a call to action to lead people like, hey, if you need this thing that I'm talking about in this reel, here's how you can get it. Do that. Take the time to do that. It's time to to stop with the poor quality content and, and really, really step into, again, the content creator versus content sharer. And I know, and I will, I will always say this, and this is true, it's another contradiction on my end where I say they can't all be bangers, right? Like not all of your content is going to be shared by massive influencers or um, or loved by your people or get the best engagement. Trust me, if anybody knows that, it's me. But you should at least try. At least try. Try and make it a banger, but be okay if it doesn't hit for whatever reason, because that's always going to happen. They cannot all be winners <laughs> and game-changing content, but we should at least put in the effort. So that's the second thing that I would like all of us to leave behind when moving into 2021. The third thing is trying to do all the things and be on all the platforms when we haven't nailed the most important platform. And this is a tough one for sure. And I need to hear this as much as some of you need to hear this. Because I know how tempting it can be to try and go over to that new shiny platform. And I know that I, I've been screaming at you to get into Reels and to test out TikTok for sure. But if we haven't nailed Instagram yet, or actually, let me back up. If you haven't nailed the platform where most of your ideal clients hang out, then you shouldn't try and, and be in even more places. That's not going to help anything. The saying, what you water grows is so true online. So I just, I know it's really hard when you see people on, you know, like the Clubhouse app. That's such a perfect example. This new Clubhouse situation, which I'm, I haven't even figured it out yet. I've, I've only gotten on there once. And for me, I already feel, I feel this like pressure, like I'm already behind because I'm not taking advantage or I don't have a room yet on this app. I haven't even like come close to figuring it out. And I definitely feel this pressure, but I have to like take a beat and remind myself one, my, like my ideal clients are on Instagram. Y'all are on Instagram. Some of you are on TikTok, but my, my people are on Instagram and I need to focus and water what is going to impact 
my business the most and and give the most value to most of my people. And that is on Instagram. And that that's my full focus. Now, once I get a handle of things over here, you know, once I got a handle of Instagram and and I figured out my strategy and we started seeing some traction, then I was excited to to play around on TikTok a little bit. And I was excited to create the Facebook group and spread myself on Facebook. Okay? I'm not saying you shouldn't be on multiple platforms. The fact of the matter is, if you have the bandwidth and the the value to share on as many platforms as you possibly can, that's great. Right? Like podcast, Facebook, like be on all the places. If you can do that and you know how each platform works and how to manage each one in the most effective way that's going to help your business, please do that. That's best case scenario. The problem is most of us don't have the bandwidth and the support to slay every single platform that's out there. So in that case, that's when you have to be choosy in where you choose to spend your time, especially if your time is limited. You don't, if you're already struggling with finding enough time to gain that traction on Instagram, which is where maybe you're, you know, if your ideal client is there and you're having trouble finding or creating that traction because you have limited time, then you don't need to be trying to figure out TikTok right now or Clubhouse or trying to create a podcast. You can always, they're, they're not going anywhere. So just try not to feel pressured to try and be at all the places at all the times. It's not necessary. Figure out where your ideal client is and dominate that platform. When I say dominate, I mean like get some traction going, start building some momentum, figure out the app, what kind of content do your people love on that platform, get a schedule going. Once you get that going and you, if you have the space and have more time, then be like, okay, let's play around on Clubhouse. The main thing that I just want you to hear from this is if you haven't gained traction yet on the platform that you know you need to be on because that's where your people are, it's not that it's impossible or it's not that you never will. You will. It's just that you have to keep going. If you quit and you go spend your energy somewhere else, then you're just prolonging that experience, right? So just double down, put your time there, know that it will come, but The more time you spend there, the faster it will come. You know what I mean? Okay, moving on. The third thing we all need to leave behind is, oh, this is a good one. I'm for sure talking to myself in this one. Doing what everyone else is doing. Emulating other people. Going off of, I almost said trends, but when I say trends, you probably think of TikToks and Reels and that's how they work. So I'm not talking about that. But I mean, just not even trying to blaze your own trail or do your own thing or put your own spin on something. Now, I'm sure a lot of you listening probably do do this, okay? I can't like pay attention to to everybody. But I know that for sure, I am somebody who I could do much better at this. 
And I know a lot of the women that I work with could do a lot better at this. I think we all could. And I think that we could all use a reminder that, hey, like it is okay to do your own thing on social media and put your own spin on something. Shake things up a bit. And I think I know like what gets me and what's definitely gotten me in the past is in the beginning of growing a business or creating a social media presence, you don't really know what you're doing yet. You don't really know what your brand is or what your your maybe you don't know what your mission is yet or what you really stand for or your identity. And that's normal. And when you're in that place, kind of like figuring yourself out online, it is so natural and it's actually really helpful to look to other people in your industry or in complementary industries to kind of see what they're doing and, and emulate it and kind of like, you know, if it's working for them, like it can work for you. But at some point, it's time to take the training wheels off. And it's time to take a step back and ask yourself, like, what is my opinion on this? What is my take on this? What are the things that I want to talk about? What's the trend that I want to start? And go for it. And I think that, like, for me, I mean, there have been times that I have to, like, slap myself and be like, do you remember? Like, you are an individual. <laughs> you don't have to do what other people are doing. And and I think, like, part of it, too, is fear that it won't catch on or people will think you're weird or whatever. You know, people are going to, like, judge you for trying to do your own thing. I think that's a big part of it, too. At least it is. it is for me. But I think there's so much power in that and there's so much fun in that. And like what I've been doing to try and foster more of this creativity in myself, I did this a while ago, is I've muted a lot of people in my industry, people that I would consider competition or people that I look up to, people that I used to follow very, very closely. For example, Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, um, you know, like that massive people that like got me into this industry that I used to hang on every single word. Now, technically they're my competition and I don't want to be following them because I don't want to accidentally do things like them. I don't want to create the same content that they're creating. I don't want to follow the same real trends or whatever, use the same songs that they're doing. I want to do, I want to stand out and and be myself. And that's just kind of, you know, and it's, it's definitely a journey and it takes a minute for sure. And, you know, and I think like we all have a side of our brain that is creative. And I think that if you're not if practiced at using it, it can get, you know, can get some atro- atrophy or atrophied. You know what I mean? Like you got to, it works if you work it, basically. <laughs> so I'm trying to work it more, and I want to give you permission or remind you that you can do this too. You do not have to do everything the same way everybody else does. 
or share the same stuff or have the same opinion. Do not be afraid to put your own spin on things, your own taste, your own flavor on something. I want to encourage you to do that. That is what's going to differentiate you and set you apart from the competition and from the many, many, many other people that sell what it is that you do. So I think we could all use that reminder. And then the last thing that I want to share that I think we could all leave behind when moving forward into this brand new year is not taking our business seriously online or for some reason thinking less of your business than maybe your spouse's job because theirs is maybe more successful than yours or they've been doing it longer or you know it's an it's a it's a real 9 to 5 and they go into a real office stop belittling your business because when you do that you're not going to take it as seriously as what you should if you really want to do this, if you really want to grow a business online and you're constantly belittling it or thinking less of it than other people's, quote, jobs, you're not, you're not going to do the things that you need to do and put in the time and effort that you need to put in to take it to the level that you dream of taking it. And this is tough. This is really, really hard, especially before you start seeing those results and before you start seeing the income coming in or the engagement pick up. It is so easy to look down on or be embarrassed about or, again, just belittle your goals and your business and the potential of your business because it's not at the level that you want it to be yet. And you got to be really, really careful about that. Because you do not grow a successful business by not taking it seriously. You grow a successful business by realizing the potential, even if that it's not your reality yet, but realizing that potential and acting as if you are well on your way to that path or that it's already there, actually. And that's personally how I grew mine. Before I had any money coming in, I acted like I was making five-figure months well before I was, meaning I made decisions from that place and I showed up online as that person. It's a little, it's a little mind game for sure. And I think like, like for me, it was mildly embarrassing because Chris, my husband, he knew I wasn't making money for sure. Close friends knew I wasn't making money for sure. And they probably thought I was crazy for showing up like this <laughs> six-figure influencer, this, you know, person who, you know, and I wasn't claiming that at all. That's not what I'm saying. But like the way I showed up was very confident. And I didn't at the time did not have many reasons to be in my physical reality. But I knew, I knew it was coming. I knew I could do it if I, if I kept showing up and putting in the work. I knew I was going to do that. So it just helped me to to move forward and, and get to that place. But I never would have if I didn't take my serious, my ser- if I didn't take my business as serious as a heart attack. And I did. I did. So if you catch yourself 
talking down about your business or thinking of it as less important or prioritizing it less than maybe, you know, your partners or a friends or whatever. Stop doing that. This is a very lucrative industry. I don't care what what type of business you're in. If you're growing online, it's the potential's there. It's just, are you going to do the work to do it? And it starts with knowing that potential and taking it very seriously to where you you do put in that work. And I'm not saying that if you have a full-time job that you start like super slacking and, and not like showing up in the places that are paying your bills right now. I'm not saying that at all, but don't think less of this business because it doesn't look like a typical job or business, you know, because you don't go into a nine to five or it's not corporate or it's not, you know, whatever. It's really easy to do that. So stop doing that. Okay. And, and you know what? Last thing, here's a bonus tip for you. Stop worrying what haters think too. I think that that's aligned with that too. And I've talked about this before, but you, whenever you show up online and growing your business, you can think about one of two people. You can think about the people who don't believe in you yet, or the people who you think are talking about you behind your back, the quote haters. You can think about them or like the, the weird family members that don't get it, that like, I don't know, whatever, you know, just weird family members. You know what I'm talking about. You can think about those people or you can think about the people out there that actually need the thing that you're, that you're about to share online. It's really easy to accidentally think about the, the people that don't matter, the haters, the people that aren't interested in your stuff. It's a lot easier to think of them in like the worst case scenario type situation than the people that are actually going to get value from you. And you don't want to do that because if you are thinking about the wrong people, you are going to show up in the wrong energy. And then you're not serving anybody at that point, including yourself, including your business. So there's always going to be the doubters. And then there's always going to be the people, even if it's just one person that really needs to hear what it is that you say, think about that person. Think about the wrong, the right people and serve them. Focus on serving them and you will start to see a change and a difference in your energy and eventually your results. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. I hope this was helpful for you. If so, I would love to hear about it. I would love if you screenshot this and shared it in your stories and let me know what you like about this episode or just share the screenshot. That is helpful too. If you would be so kind to leave me a review, that is the best way to say thank you if you did get something out of this. But other than that, I just appreciate so much you spending your precious time with me. I hope this served you well, and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, Feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I. Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.